baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Ted Rossman with me, senior industry analyst at Bankrate in the December retail sales report just released this morning, Ted, and we're finding some surprising strength. That's right. Yeah. Holiday spending was really better than expected, up 5.6% year over year in December, up 4% year over year in November. The National Retail Federation's initial forecast was for a 3 or 4% rise over last year. Their numbers are slightly different. They look at core retail instead of things that also include bar and restaurant sales and gas stations and cars. But you know, even if we were to back some of those things out, it still seems that these retail sales figures were at the high end or probably even a little above the high end of the NRF projection. I think it's in keeping with a year-long trend of consumer spending being more robust than anticipated. For all that we've heard about high inflation, high interest rates, recession worries, consumers spent a lot around the holidays, and it was a lot of discretionary items. It's not just daily necessities. I mean, we're talking a lot of holiday gifts and travel and dining and really a lot of broad-based strength here. Does it seem like more people are putting these things on credit cards or other options other than paying in cash? That's the worry. Yes. So Americans did have record credit card balances even before the holidays. We'll get the official update in a few weeks from the Fed, but I have to think that credit card balances surged further in the fourth quarter. But that was already an issue. Half of credit card holders carry debt from month to month at an average interest rate approaching 21%. That's a record high. Almost six in 10 people with credit card debt have had it at least a year. So that becomes very persistent. I also think that buy now, pay later is kind of this shadow debt that's lurking out there. That was up 14% year over year during the holidays, according to Adobe. I think sometimes people kind of trick themselves with that, where it feels more affordable to pay in these small installments. But I do worry about this holiday debt hangover, whether we're talking credit cards or buy now, pay later. What does this say, the continued strength of spending and things like that? What's this say about, um, you know, uh, eventual uh, rate cuts by the Fed? I know they take all these things as uh, into account as they look at the strength of the economy. This consumer spending news is very good news for the economy. I would question at the household level, you know, there the fork in the road is whether or not you pay these bills in full because what's good for the economy is not good for your personal balance sheet if you're carrying credit card debt at 20% interest. Um, But for the overall economy, I see this as another strong data point. And I think it could contribute to pushing back that Fed timetable for when the first rate cut is going to be. The market's been hoping as early as March. I just don't really see that right now, given all this data we're seeing, whether it's retail sales or GDP growth or low unemployment it really counterbalances some of these sentiment numbers where 80% of Americans recently told Pew Research that the economy is either in fair or poor condition. I feel like the actual data has been a lot more positive. 
Our chief financial analyst, Greg McBride, thinks we may only get two rate cuts this year versus the six that the market is hoping for. Right now, this doesn't seem like an economy that needs the stimulus of lower rates. I actually think in a way that could make the inflation problem worse. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.